We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Kits and Wagers. I'm Adam Zedroik, joined by Chris Owen to talk Game Week 10 in the Premier League. We got eight bets for you on the show. We're talking three matches. If you're watching on YouTube or Twitter, make sure to give us a give us a thumbs up on the video on YouTube. But as you can see on the bottom of the screen, we got Wolves, Newcastle, Aston Villa, Luton Town, Manchester City, Manchester United, and the team parlay. Chris, you hit all three of your bets of the games we talked about last week. You didn't get your parlay right, but, you know, we'll get the parlay back. We'll get the parlay back. But congrats on being 3-0 on all the games we talked about. Thank you. It was a nice bounce back week last week. I felt, you know, it's all about putting the hard yards in ahead of the show and, uh, you know, really surveying the land of, of the, the the good bets. And, uh, you know, I put a couple, couple two, three together the, uh, the night before. Um, felt pretty confident in them. And the one that I'm most pleased about, frankly, is the corners bet because I, I make one corner bet, you know, usually one per season, and then I lose it <laughs> off of it. But I made one last week and it hit uh, Arsenal a race to three corners against Chelsea. They had three before Chelsea had any. So um, that's what I'm going to, you know, I'm going to hang my hat on. And, and, you know, we're back to game week 10. So you can't rest on your laurels. I got to get some more right this week. Yeah. You said you put the hard work in last week. Did you put the hard work in this week? I guess is the question. You know, well, the thing about last week is we we uh, recorded about seven a.m. Um, and this is an important note for the sh- for those watching the show. Actually, uh, last week it was about seven a.m. Uh, so you know, obviously, I'm not going to get up and make my bets uh, at six a.m. You know, that's just silly. So I, you know, before I went to bed, I made you know, I made a bunch of bets. That's what real grinders do. Yeah, send them, send them, send them to Adam. Actually. Now that I think about this, this is this is why I was right last week because I originally had Arsenal money line to Adam. I woke up, I was like, nope, I gotta go ra- Arsenal race to three corners. So we switched it. So I would have missed that bet actually. Um, but today, you know, we're we're uh, we're actually it's a six seventeen local here on the West Coast. Adam, it's a nine seventeen local for you in the in the, on the Fresh Coast. Um, we are actually. You know, I got a nice glass Irish whiskey here. You've got maybe a perhaps a cold beverage. I don't know. Wait, do you still have your Basil Hayden's? Someone yeah, I do. Brought, someone brought favorite. this up to us that it's actually not Irish whiskey. Was it just regular bourbon? Bourbon whiskey? Yeah, it's just bourbon. 
They have a they have a bourbon and a rye, so it's either one of those. Interesting. I guess I need to look at the bottle more. You don't even know what you're drinking. I know it's basil beans and it's good. <laughs> All right. Well, I got we got beers and wagers here. We got Halloween. I got my orange Wolverhampton shirt on. We are talking about Wolverhampton. I got a nice uh, pumpkin stout here from from Oddside Ales, just uh, up in Grand Haven, Michigan. So five days away from the big from the big day, the big day uh, when everyone eats a bunch of candy. Though I probably eat a bunch of candy every day. I'm still a child. What are you gonna do? But Game week 10 in the Premier League. We got a bunch of bets for everyone. Let's get into it here. Let's get into it. Quickly, I want I want I want you to think about this during the show. At the end of the show, we'll come up with our best Halloween candy. Like what's the candy you want to see in in the uh, candy sack at the end of the night? So think about it as the show goes. We'll end the show with uh with the number one candy. If you're listening on YouTube, I would love to I would love to uh listen or watching on YouTube. I'd love to do for the for someone to weigh in. There we go. About 30 minutes from now, we'll go over the uh, Halloween treats, yeah. Halloween treats of the of game week 10. But we got, first one we're talking about, we got Wolverhampton against Newcastle. This is an interesting one. So Wolverhampton have played their last few matches, last three matches, kind of since they beat Manchester City with three center backs, more of a 3-4-3 kind of formation, a little different. And Newcastle, the big news came down Thursday morning. It's been, it's been creeping up on them. Sandro Tonali banned for 10 months from football from the sport so he's basically he's gone for the season uh, he's out for the season so that, he's been busy listening to kits and wagers yeah he's maybe <laughs> maybe that's i don't know how many uh Serie a matches we we've done over the years but uh either way they also lost elliot anderson another midfielder they and they lost jacob murphy uh this was on i think they played wednesday and then alexander isak he got injured as well. So they lost a bunch of players. They lost Tanali to a suspension. They're down a bunch of guys. They still have a pretty solid squad. It's just that they don't really have any depth left. So that is the interesting part for this matchup. And maybe one of the reasons the odds are have gone a little different here. So October 25th, one day ago, uh, I guess this was it must have been before their match against Borussia Dortmund. Uh, Newcastle was minus 135 in this game they're now minus 120 to win this is at wolverhampton wolverhampton are plus 310 to win the draw is plus 295 and you can get over two and a half goals at minus 130 under two and a half goals at plus 105 chris we got this newcastle team okay maybe they got a bunch of issues but i mean we look at their possible starting 11 here and it's still Kind of the same guys, more or less. I'd even mention, you know, Fabian or not Fabian Shar. Their their other center back is also Bob, out. Bob, ben Bachman is out. Yeah, yeah so he's been out for a few weeks as well. So that's another absence. But I mean, you look at the squad. Okay, Calum Wilson's in there. Almarone, Jolinton, Anthony Gordon, like all these guys, we know who they are. It's just that their bench just isn't as deep as it as it has been. So how big of a factor do you think that play, comes comes into play now? in this game now that they had, you know, a midweek game against Bruce Dortmund. I mean, the, the Tonali stuff is probably the most interesting given how much they spent on him and how much they depended on him to, to, uh, to start and to be their, their, their number eight and to lead in these games. So that's a huge blow. I mean, anytime you spend, what was it like 80 million pounds or something like that on a, yeah, on, it sounds a right. on a pretty big time midfielder, and he's basically going to miss the rest of the season. You know, that's not, not great, but 
You know, you mentioned Isak. Is he is he confirmed out? He's dealing with an injury. He's probably going to be out. He okay. he uh, re-injured a prior groin injury, and that's usually not good news, is what I'll say. Especially yeah. when I think there's four days between games. So yeah, the, the re-injury is never a good sign. But I mean, you know, Colin Wilson can score goals, but I, I think they're better off with Isak up front. So missing two, they're 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 starting eleven there. I still think they're pretty they're really strong out of the back. Uh, for me though, it's like. I looked, you know, Wolves, a team that I was totally out on to begin the season. And, you know, hand up. I definitely, you know, said some some mean things about them that they might get relegated. And, and at this point, I'm kind of regretting saying that given the job that they've done. Um, they, they are going to be at home at the, at the Molyneux. And, like, Newcastle, you know, I'm looking at their away form here this season. They played uh, – they lost to Man City – on August 19th, they they lost to Brighton. They did happen to, this is two games ago away, they did happen to beat Sheffield United 8-0, if you recall that. And then uh, West Ham, they drew away. Uh, Wolves, pretty indifferent. It's been up and down for them at home. But I am I just, uh, I think that, looking at the previous history of their matches here too, Wolves is unbeaten against Newcastle in their last five uh, home games against Newcastle. And then even, you know, last season, Wolves, not great. They, they came away with 41 points at the end of the season. 30 of those 41 points they earned at home. So they are a pretty strong side. A little bit, you know, to give it, you know, a smaller sample size, um, Wolves has, has taken more points away from home so far this season. But I, I, I lean on the fact that Wolves – Good at home. Newcastle missing a couple guys. Give me, um, give me uh, Wolves double chance minus one hundred five. Yeah, I was just, uh, I, I wrote my article today, and that article is going to come up Friday morning. But I actually have another, I have another bet on this game in the article, and I didn't, I didn't even realize it till just now. So, um, you know, maybe I'm losing my head a bit, but uh, that's what happens when you wake up at two thirty and. 5 30 in the morning to to deal with the child but that's that's just life uh so i got two yeah (laughs) uh yeah so i got two bets in this game check out the article for another one it's different than both the ones me and chris are giving out here i got newcastle minus 0.75 corners in the first half so if they get one more corner uh you get half your money back but if they get if they get more if they get two or more corners in the first half you're gonna get you're gonna get your money uh so the worry here is that I, I looked into the numbers a bit. I believe last season, uh, you're going to have an Arsenal bet later on. Arsenal have the most corners in the league. Yeah. But I was looking at that list earlier. Newcastle are kind of down there in terms of corners. And they, I believe they won or they had the most corners in the league last season. That number, I'm not sure the reason why it's not as high as it was. Maybe that's some tough matchups with first nine game weeks kind of thing. Maybe, you know, they won't win 8-0 and don't get in many corners kind of thing. But that part is kind of worrying. But this bet is more into that, okay, Wolves are basically going to be playing off the counter in this game. This is kind of – they're going to be playing in this game kind of how they played against Manchester City, kind of how they play, have played against Aston Villa, where, you know, they got these three center backs. They're just going to go off the counter. They're going to attack with Wang and Pedro Neto on the wings. And – Go from there. So far, the last three matches, that's worked well. Uh, I just think that they're not going to have the ball much. I think Newcastle are going to control possession, and that's going to lead to corners. So that's what I'm leaning with here. Uh, I do think that like you're getting pretty good odds, I feel like, with minus 105 on the double chance, just because Newcastle has these absences. 
They had the midweek match, and we already saw Wolverhampton beat Manchester City at home, drew level with Aston Villa 1-1. I know, okay, maybe that they didn't really control those games by any means, but you know they, they, they're still scoring. It doesn't matter. They're still scoring uh, kind of what West Ham does to a, to a certain extent. So I like your bet of Wolves double chance there, minus 105. But I got Newcastle minus 0.75 corners in the first half at minus 110. To, to back up your corners back here, they, Newcastle finished last season with 270 corners, which is 30 more than the next closest team, Manchester City. Um, like, And then, you know, even looking at it, Wolves are giving up the fifth most amount of corners, per, or they're conceding the fifth most amount of corners per game this year too. So, you know, I think there's some some logic here that you're using. And uh, I'm curious what I'll have to go. Uh, I'll have to go read your your article later on tomorrow morning to uh, to find out that second bet. Yeah, it comes out 4 a.m. local time for you, so make sure to get up and I'll be click on that. 3.55 alarm tomorrow. Yeah. Get coffee going. Yeah, get that early morning click. That's uh, yeah. that's definitely helpful for the yeah. Yeah. SEO boost it. Yeah. <laughs> Next game we're talking about, we're moving to Sunday. So there's only four Saturday games. Last week, I think we had nine or maybe eight Saturday games. Now we're down to four. Yeah. Yeah, now we have we've got two more Sunday games. Of course, we're talking about the Manchester Derby, but we have another game uh, on Sunday. Aston Villa are home against Luton Town, and these odds have also moved a bit, quite a bit, you could say. So October 10th, this was two weeks ago, it was this middle of the international break. Aston Villa were minus 270 to win this game. So if you were during that international break, look at headlines. You're like, oh, look at this, minus 270 Aston Villa. feels great. They're at home. Now they're at minus 350. That that line actually was minus 390 a few days ago. So I'm not sure why it went down, but Aston Villa minus 350. Again, you can compare odds at four different sports books at RotoWire. Just go to the sports betting page in soccer. You can find that there. Luton Town to win, plus 900. Draw is plus 500. And this one has some goals expected. So over two and a half goals is minus 190. Over three and a half goals is plus 130. And what do we want? My under two and a half goals, plus 150. Under three and a half goals, minus 160. Aston Villa have been dominant at home. I think all season, all season, at least recently, they've been pretty dominant. Uh, they also put put out a almost an A squad. I know Yuri Tielemans started today, but they put out pretty much an A squad. I don't know, Ali Watkins scored. I think they got four goals, maybe uh, three, something like that against AZ Alkmaar uh, in their Europa Conference League game. So they're cruising right now. What do you think in this one? Aston Villa cruise mode, three goals, four goals again, or, or I, I think Luton so. Town, something else. Yeah. No, I think, I think you're right here. It's uh, this, I think it could be a shellacking. Uh, in favor of Aston Villa. You mentioned how good have they been at home. They've been 12 points out of 12 points at home so far this season. They lead all teams with 17 goals scored at home over four matches. They've conceded just three, giving them the uh, the top goal differential with a goal differential of 14 goals. So they've been, as you mentioned, you, they've been really good. Um, Ludentown, you know, conceding goals a bit here, and uh, I, I I think you're right here. I th- I wrote down a, a number of Aston Villa bets, but I think I had Aston Villa win in over two and a half. Um, but I can't recall what made it on on the uh, the graphic here. If you want to roll to the next screen, um, but all things considered, yeah, uh, 
Both. I'm sorry, I didn't have that. I have both teams scored no <laughs> draw plus 100. Okay. Well, this is this is where you write. You know, you're you're looking through the uh, <laughs> through the match, and you you see about five bets you like that are related to Aston Villa. Um, I have both teams to score no draw. I do think Luton can get a goal here. Um, they've been able to score goals away from home too, so uh, it should be interesting. They did they did just draw Nottingham Forest two two. Uh, they've had some tough matches. They lost to Burnley two one. Uh, and then did beat Everton. That was away from home to one as well. So they have been able to score, um, got shut out by Tottenham, but I think at the very least, Aston Villa should, should score over, you know, at least two, three goals here. And there's a number of bets that I would take here, but I'll get into those after you, after you, uh, give us your bet here. Yeah. When we're talking about the home games, I, I actually just scroll, I was trying to scroll back through further through their home matches this season. Cause I feel like I may have given out, a money line bet in all their previous home matches. Uh, I was telling you, I did remove, I did remove the Astonville money line bet last week against West Ham. I still took it personally, but I know I, I had them against Brighton and I did take them against uh, Crystal Palace as well about a month ago. I'm wondering if I took them home against Everton at the beginning of the season, which, which is possible. So, Oh, I've basically taken Aston Villa money line through their, their first four home league matches. The one match they lost in the cup uh, against Everton, uh, they say they started John McGinn at left back. Den Donker started that one. So it's just a weird lineup, nothing to put much into. But obviously with the minus 350, got to be a little different here. So I'm taking a different route with Aston Villa money line up to the 30th minute. So they've had a bunch of games this season where they're scoring in you know before the 30th minute and Luton Town, I'm not sure what to expect from Luton Town here. Uh, I'm actually going to go back to our screen if you're watching on, on YouTube or Twitter. They got a bunch of uh, defensive injuries, so a couple of their top center backs. We don't we haven't heard from their manager yet in terms of who's actually going to be healthy, but I'm not sure Reese Burke or Amari Bell are going to be back. They're already without Madjul Anderson, so uh, Daniel Potts as well. But that's basically a bunch of their center backs. So they changed their formation. They had four defenders against Nottingham Forest last match. I know they got a point, but they were kind of uh, dominated in the first half. They were down 2-0, and then Nottingham Forest played pretty bad and gave up two goals to, to lose three points there. But, I mean, you could see this, this Luton Town back line, they were starting three center backs pretty much all season and last season. And now because of injury, they went to two center backs last match, and they have this guy Ted and Mengi who might be their fifth or sixth option at center back expected to start in this one. Uh, I just think that the way that Aston Villa are rolling right now, uh, Ollie Watkins is, you know, some of the best form in the world, at least in the league. Uh, he's cruising. He did, as I said, he scored today once again, but Aston Villa money line up to the 30th minute. I love it. Yeah. You're in. Yeah, there was there was a few. I remember why I didn't take the bet that I initially because it was minus one thirty five, and we don't do minus one thirty five. <clears throat> but if you want, if you wanted to lean on something like that, I mean, Aston Villa win and over two and a half is minus one thirty five. That's a lovely bet. Um, you can get Aston Villa minus one and a half. That's minus one thirty five. I like that. I think you know the Kids and Wagers podcast is all over Aston Villa here in this match. Uh, Aston Villa or tie and over three and a half goals. That a little bit more of a stretch. You're getting uh, plus 100 odds there. Tie, come on. And yeah, I mean, that's just, a, it's double chance. Or, or, you know, it's you're covering your bases there. But uh, 
and over three and a half is uh, over is a plus 100. So I think all in all, we're both on it. I'm, you know, I, I like, I think yours is a bit better bet here. Um, kind of wish I had it myself, but I think uh, we just need Ludentown to find the back of the net. And, and, you know, kind of looking at that too, you even consider the fact that they've, they've won four games at home and in three of the four matches, they've conceded a goal to Palace, Brighton, and West Ham. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, their, their back line still has some issues. We know Tyrone Mings is out. Uh, their back line has issues, but they are scoring. So, which mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. which is, if you can score four goals in every game, that's kind of more important, but you mentioned two or three goals. What do you think about over two and a half goals for Aston Villa at plus one Oh five? I mean, they have 17 goals in four games at home. That's given that I would say yes. Um, yeah. I, you know, I think sure. I would, sure. You know, in, in, in terms of my confidence, I'm at like a 75% confidence in that. Luton losing giving up a fair amount of goals, I feel like too. So. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're fighting relegation for a reason. They've given up the they joint most goals given up so far away from home. They've given up 11 goals in five matches. Yeah, well, that's that's, that's okay. Yeah, not terrible. I pulled up some numbers. Aston Villa scored in the 13th minute in the 23rd minute today against West Ham. They scored in the 30th minute. These are all their first goals. Uh, Home against Brighton, they scored in the 14th and 21st minute. So just a lot of examples of Aston Villa scoring early in these games, even you know, even even away from home. I guess one one side of it you could look at. Okay, well they were, uh, you know, they're Netherlands whatever and today so maybe they're not going to be not going to be ready for this but i don't know they're used to it i went back even further sorry i'm just going to keep going here they scored in the 18th minute and 24th minute against everton in their maybe that wasn't the opener that was their second that was their home opener uh 17th minute against hibernian eighth minute 20th minute against burnley again against hibernian john duran in the 11th minute so I mean, maybe I could have looked at these numbers before the show, but it seems like of their 15 matches, they've scored in the first, thir- before the 30th minute mark, maybe eight or nine times. Cool. I've, I've just raised my confidence level to 87%. <laughs> there you go. That's what I was, I was hoping to get above that 80% mark there. Once again, I got Aston Villa money line up to the 30th minute. That's plus 120. Chris has both teams to score, no draw plus 100 um did you actually look into what if it what if you do just like an aston villa to win same game parlay aston villa to win and over two and a half goals it's out there i can find it actually it's not it's not as good as i thought so it's minus 150 yeah i think that was i think that's on the same page as the double chance bets i mean that's basically both teams have scored no draw, so clearly your bet is better. Is better. I, I'm I'm confused at why those odds are. All right, I guess I guess the two two result, but I don't know. <laughs> like if you think that both teams have score and Aston Villa are going to win, maybe we put maybe I'm okay. I'm thinking about this wrong. I didn't put both teams to score in this bet. That's what it was wrong. That's what we have to do. I figured it out. Okay. Anywho, the uh, Kids and Majors podcast is all over your ass. Really here. Uh, 
All right. Everyone came for the Manchester Derby. We'll yeah, get to it. The main event. Manchester United, our home against Manchester City. Look at the odds here. They've been uh, up and down, up and down. Manchester United were plus 330 uh, over the international break. They're now plus 390 to win. Uh, a lot of that has to do with some recent struggles. But Manchester City to win currently minus 140. And then you got the draw at plus 295. Over two and a half goals, minus 140. Under two and a half goals, plus 110. Uh, we should get Casemiro back into the starting 11. We'll see. He actually trained. I think he returned to training on Tuesday or maybe even Monday, but he was suspended in Champions League, so he couldn't play in that game. He stayed in Brazil uh, for their last game, for their game last weekend. So there's a chance he could be back in there. I think that's the main one. Otherwise, I don't know if anyone else is returning. They've been pretty beat up. Sergio Reguilón returned uh, to the starting 11 in their Champions League match against Copenhagen. And then Christian Eriksen won man of the match uh, after coming in at halftime in their game. Otherwise, Manchester City, pretty healthy here. They rotated a bit in their game at Young Boys. So these guys should be all pretty healthy, and it should be – you know, close to the close to the A squad here for Manchester City minus Kevin De Bruyne, but minus one forty. This actually moved down. I'm not sure why it moved down. Maybe someone someone bet big on Manchester United today because I actually saw minus one fifty when I was looking at this. If this creeps even lower to minus one thirty, like why don't we just take Manchester City to win at minus one thirty? That'd be a no I I thought that immediately looking at that. I was like. Oh, minus one. This is just just outside of what I would take. I would otherwise I would have smashed Man City. Who's on. betting Manchester United right now? Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I. You just look at all of Manchester United's results, and it's just really hard to take them. I mean, we could be like, oh well, this is a this is a rivalry. This is a derby, so throw those out the window, but. They kind of struggled against Copenhagen. They kind of struggled against Sheffield they United. They were lucky they, not to draw that game. Didn't Onana save like a, a he saved a PK like really late on? He saved Actually. a PK late. They had Copenhagen had many chances in the first half. Uh, Scott McTominay had the the brace and stoppage time against Brentford. These are their last three matches, and now they're playing against Manchester City. Is something going to change here? What do you think about this game? I think I'm going to go with the old adage. Um, if Manchester City's playing, you should probably take them. Uh, for obvious reasons, I'm, I, I'm looked at this one, but I think initially, uh, I think Adam and I had a similar bet, so I had to go a little bit off of it because you know great minds think alike. We don't want to double up on bets, but um, you look at a, you look at who's who's leading the Premier League once more in goals. You know, there's some whispers, maybe not even whispers, of like is Holland having a down season? He's leading the league with, with nine goals right now. Um, so I'm, I'm on, you can get uh, Holland, but I think anytime straight up was minus minus one thirty five. So if you think he's going to score a goal, which I think he's going to score a goal. Um, and then taking the over two and a half, I do believe this match will definitely be over two and a half goals. Uh, if you want to parlay that with something elsewhere that you like, I would do that too, but you can get that at plus one fifteen. So the Holland anytime goal score and over two and a half is plus one fifteen. But like you look at the previous couple games here, and I mean, I think United United win last year. I think they won at home. Yeah, um, January fourteenth, two one. Yeah, um, they won on my birthday, but uh, they two one at home, as you mentioned. Then they lost six three 
uh, at Man City, 4-1 to Man City. That was also at home for Man City the season before. So there's been plenty of goals. It's hard to believe that I just, you know, just given the way that City and or given the way that United is kind of defending, I mean, they've they've leaned on some old horses, and I'm just I feel like Man City will be able to exploit that. Um, and the only real blip that we saw from City this season has been that three match that three match span where they were missing Rodri. Um, other than that, it's like you know, pretty much business as usual. So it's like harder you know, with him back in the lineup. Pretty much everyone that they'd normally start aside from Kevin De Bruyne. I it's, just give me Man City and you know and odds and I'll, and I'll roll that way. Are Are you worried at all about that two one result? The last time this was at Old Trafford, this matchup. Uh, I think I think you know naturally, you have to be a little worried. Um, but it's, are you worried uh, that both of our bets involve over two and a half goals, and this could be like a two nil result? I think it's a yeah. I mean. <laughs> You can't ask me if I'm worried anymore. You know, yeah, I might be a little. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm worried about my bet. All right, Jesus. sorry. Jesus. But no, I mean, I think I think we see a few goals here. I still think City or I still think United can can beat City's back line. It's not like they've been invincible so far. Um, I mean, yes, they've only get I think two goals so far in the Premier League, but like, you know, otherwise, I think they're going to have to at least score once, and then you know let Holland do the rest. I think you look at it like. Okay, we can look at that prior matchup last January. You know, the middle of last season when Eric Ten Hag was going, they were playing well. They were playing well defensively. They were getting they were getting opportunities. They weren't maybe scoring as many goals as they should have, but they were actually playing well. I can't remember the last time this season Manchester United were playing well. I mean, I'm scrolling through the results. Like, what do we – I don't even know if they played well at any point this season. They've had issues. They've they've struggled to find the correct players in the lineup. Anthony missed a few weeks there. He's now back in the starting 11 because they can't find a winger on the opposite side of Rashford. Martial has a bunch of starts. Hoyland, I'm not sure he's, he's ready to be that top-notch striker just yet for them. Uh, you scroll through the results, it's like, okay, well, all these wins are kind of are all kind of iffy. Like they beat Wolverhampton. I think that was in the opener where Wolverhampton – kind of outplayed them in the second half, if I remember correctly. They they gave up two early goals in Nottingham Forest. They had to come back to win that one, 3-2. I mean, just all these results in here. And then we already mentioned the three recent wins where they kind of, you know, scratched by and somehow made it. Maybe maybe that's great to an extent, but you're not playing well. I don't – like, can you, can you not, not play well and scratch out a win or a draw against Manchester City? I, I just don't think that's going to happen here. So I got I'm getting into my bet. I got a single game parlay as well. This is Manchester City money line with over two and a half goals. That's plus one twenty. Uh, because these odds have changed, I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna see if I can actually get better odds here while we're talking. Because I, as I said, the odds have changed for some reason. So I'm actually gonna put this in right now. It's actually plus one twenty five. So I'm getting plus one twenty five on this one uh, just for future reference there. So. We're both on Manchester City money line, basically, and we're both on. Okay, you're not on Manchester City money yet. line. I mean, I think they'll win, or I would, if I had to pick, you know, I mean, United or Man City, I would pick Man City. But I, the, the bet I had, but it's too similar to, to Adams, is uh, tired. Man, Man City double chance 
and over two and a half. It's minus one twenty five. If you're like, ah, maybe United might might pull a pull a draw here. You get lot worse odds, but you know, a little bit of peace of mind on the draw. Do you have a score prediction for this one? Three one city. That's what I was going to say. All right, well, uh, I think they're going to go up a couple goals, and I think United will get one back off a counter or something stupid, and then City will, will close them off with another. I think 3-1, something like that uh, is a good call there. So there you go. Double single double single game parlays there. Chris has Holland as an anytime goal scorer uh, with over 2.5 goals is plus 115. I have Manchester City money line with over 2.5 goals. That is plus one. 25. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Chris, we got to get it back here. It's team parlay time. We got to get it back. Last week, back. last week, we had the same bet. or We, had met, we bet on the same match. It was Aston Villa against West Ham. Chris went with the numbers. He took West Ham double chance. Didn't work out. I I grabbed, I believe I grabbed under one and a half goals in Aston Villa over three and a half corners. Uh, you know, we only needed 45 minutes for that bet to hit. It was a great bet. So you're welcome, everyone, uh, for winning you money on that one. But uh, Chris, we mentioned Arsenal a little bit here. Uh, yeah. You got a corner bet for us. Yeah, I do. So last week, and just to back my, I I took As or I took West Ham double chance away away to Aston Villa. They had, they were unbeaten their last ten. That was a mistake. It was a mistake. It was a mistake. <laughs> I'm just a little. I'm not salty at all. Uh, but anyways, back to this week. Last week, well, back to last week actually. Last week I mentioned I took the Arsenal race three corners. That hit. I'm back to the Arsenal corner well, baby. This might be something like. Something like uh, similar to what we were taking with the Newcastle corners last year, where they just dominated in, in the sense of corners. Uh, so far, they're leading the Premier League in corners by quite a fair. I think it's by 14 total corners. Um, I'll double check. Uh, they are facing, um, you know, is it Sheffield United? Yes, yeah. Sheffield United. Arsenal. Come on, know your opponent. Sorry, dude. I, I was just. I got a lot of things in my in my face here. <laughs> Um, but anyways, the, uh, the over under set at seven and a half corners, as I mentioned, Arsenal is averaging a little bit over, I think they're averaging 8.4 corners, a match. They're playing a Sheffield United team who has, who is conceding the second most corners in the Premier League. So that leads me to say, let's take the over Arsenal over seven and a half corners for the game. Um, and just keep it rolling and, you know, keep rolling on the Arsenal corners. 
Are you worried that Sheffield United show light, showed some life last match? No. I'm not. Was it because it was against Manchester United? I, and we I, just bashed them for five minutes? Which you were bashing. I was, you know, I was indifferent. <laughs> sorry, yeah, sorry. We were bashing for sure, unfortunately. Um, you know, I don't know. I'm not really too worried. Arsenal looked, has looked really strong, and I think they'll be fine. So I, I It's like a lot of corners. Game. It's a lot of corners. It is a, it is a ton of corners, but, you know, eight, eight is just enough for us to, for this to hit. And Arsenal's been averaging eight, eight corners a game. So I, I, who, how many, I didn't double check to see what they had last weekend against Chelsea, but they had, uh, they had three within like 25 minutes. Yeah. They finished with two actually. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, we watch, gotta... watch the Rotowire stat sheet go up. <laughs> I think they had seven. I want to say they finished with seven. Uh, I think I, I think I had a bet that had over nine and a half or un, or sorry, under nine and a half or under 10 and a half or something. And I want to say it was seven to two overall, but you'd have to double check those numbers. So I'm looking at, this is a corners team parlay. I'm looking at Brighton here. I think there's some hate going around. Maybe not hates in that right word, but I think there's some, uh, uh, you know, bad, bad blood, bad, uh, bad tones going towards Brighton because they've had a very difficult schedule. I know they're another one of these teams with a bunch of injuries uh, Solomon March has been added to the list. Danny Welbeck's added to the list as well. So definitely things to worry about. But the big thing I want to point out when given this bet is while they've struggled somewhat in recent league games, they were at Aston Villa. They're home against Liverpool where they actually got a point. Then they're at Manchester City where they were they were they almost got a point. They came back uh, and played that second half pretty solidly. Now they're against a Fulham team that have no life, have shown nothing for at least the past month. I'm not really high on them at all. And the Malone worry here is that I would have had some kind of Brighton to win, some kind of bet like that. But uh, Fulham beat them twice last season. Either way, I'm going Brighton minus one corner in the first half. That's minus 125. So I think they're at home. I think they're going to have more opportunities. I think they're going to have possession a ton. Uh, that Fulham Tottenham game is kind of fresh in my mind where to kind of look toothless. That's something, uh, that's something Chris likes to say. They look toothless. Uh, they didn't do too much. They, they went down a couple goals and they didn't really pressure much. Maybe they had a couple chances, but uh, stay in here. Brighton minus one corner in the first half, minus 125. Chris's side of the parlay, Arsenal over center and half corners at minus 115. We're getting plus 236 odds there. What do you think? I think this is our first ever corners parlay. Yeah, it certainly is. I think I I can remember taking, like, this might be my third corner bat ever. I usually try to let you, you know, let it breathe with the Adam Adam show here. But, uh, I uh, yeah, here we are, corners and wagers. Once you hit one, you can't go back. Yeah, it's, it's just, like, incredibly addicting, you know, corners bats only. I think it is addicting. I think it is addicting. All right, let's pull up our cheat sheet here as we get going. Rotowire.com slash soccer trial. It's a that's a 48-hour trial. And you get this cheat sheet. We got expected lineups. If you're into expected lineups, if you play Soul Rare or if you even if you bet, if you play FPL, I'm doing an early 9 a.m. Eastern show. 
Friday morning, tomorrow morning, and I'm going to go over my thoughts of injuries and projected lineups for all these teams. So if you want to hear me ramble on for 30 minutes about lineups, uh, I got the show for you. So check that out uh, Friday morning. That'll come after my betting article. So read my betting article, watch the lineups, watch the lineups video. But here are the odds here, Chris. Do you have any other thoughts for the slate? We have, I mean, we just talked about Arsenal a little bit, but of course we got to talk about Liverpool. They're home against Nottingham Forest. Uh, three goals for Liverpool, Mohamed Salah, goal and assist, or, or what do we want? What are we thinking? Uh, man, Salah's in good form right now. Came on. I don't even know why he came on today. Uh, scored again, but I think over two and a half was minus 115. I was just taking a peek at that. Yeah, minus 115. At home, at home against Nottingham Forest, uh, that seems pretty doable. The one that I kind of like is team clean sheet. Liverpool, uh, Liverpool clean sheet is plus one fifteen. Liverpool clean sheet? You think they're going to keep a clean sheet? Come yeah, on, why not? They, I mean, there's two teams that are t- currently tied with them in goals conceded, and that is uh, who is no, it? no. yes. Come on, out. that's because they allow one goal every match. Uh, well, I don't believe it. At home, Liverpool's conceded two goals. Tottenham's conceded two goals at home. Man City, two goals at home. Okay. There you go. They're two good at home. Four, two goals in four matches. They held they held Aston Villa and Everton scoreless. Okay. Do you, I mean, Aston Villa, we just we got done, you know, praising them. Everton, you know, don't need to touch on because it's not worth it. That's just a bad day. It was, do we it think was a bad day for Sheffield United? Like, come on. Unai Emery had a stomach bug and he wasn't feeling good. So I'm throwing that one out. You're right. You're right. Good call. Uh, but yeah, okay. slash soccer trial. Here we go. Check out my article coming up Friday morning. It has five bets in it. Yep. There's a secret bet in there. You actually have to read the article to find the secret bet. Uh, I'm doing that for all all the RotoWire fans and all the Kits and Wagers fans as well. But Chris, you got anything else for game week yeah. ten? Yeah, I got something. I got the most oh, important item of the let's show. Let's go! Oh, that's right, candy. <laughs> yeah, Halloween candy coming up. Is it Tuesday or Tuesday or Wednesday? I can't. Rem- I can't. Yeah, remember. we're f- five days from now. Okay, whatever day that now, is. Whatever day we that can, is. We can calculate. That's Tuesday. Okay, Tuesday. My favorite candy. I mean, as. Maybe as a kid, it was, you know, those little nerds boxes. Those were amazing. You, like, open them up. You're going to come at me and say nerds are your no, favorite? Just, let me finish. <laughs> let me finish. Now, when I was a kid, it was the nerd nerds boxes. But now, I swear, if you get those little fun-sized Snickers, you get a bag of those, you could eat, you could go down. You could put, like, a 20-piece down of those little fun-sized Snickers. I thought you were going to be like, but if you mix nerds with the fun size Snickers, that is awesome. Then I would be even more of a psycho than I already am. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah, that's, I mean, that's classic. Snickers is classic. Uh, I, you know, my go-to is just always Reese's. Uh, I'm a big peanut butter and chocolate fan. Like you can't, I think we talk about, uh, you know, uh, Christmas cookies. We talked about, yeah. you know, the Buckeyes chocolate and peanut butter you just can't go wrong with it but i already got some halloween candy in my house and i opened up there's a kit kat uh kit kat uh flavor it's called witch's brew i want to say which is something and it's green but it's like marshmallow instead of chocolate on the outside it's like a marshmallow uh kit kat which that tasted really good i mean it was the first time i ever had it so i don't know if it can be my favorite but um, i'm a big marshmallow fan as well uh so 
I'll say Reese's, but for 2023, I'll say the uh, special Witch's Brew <laughs> Kit Wow. That's left field there, but I like it. I mean. This is yeah. left field as you talking about nerds, but. Dude, as a kid, when you open up those little boxes of nerds and you just chug it. You're no, I, I agree. That's, that's a good buzzed up. I haven't done that in a while. I'm going to. I might just buy some nerds this in the next few days and do that. I, I think I'm actually going to get some and then drop a few boxes before our next show and see what happens. Yeah, do it. <laughs> you won't do it. <laughs> Probably not. I gotta. I gotta go out and find the actual nerds boxes to actually yeah. do it. So yeah. uh, that's another task in itself. But you can find Chris at C H R O N eight on Twitter. I am at Roto Zadroik. You can also follow RotoWire Soccer at RotoWire Soccer. This is game week 10 in the Premier League. As I said, we've got my article coming up Friday morning. We've got a bunch of other stuff coming up as well. Rotowire.com slash soccer. Check all that out. Chris, thank you for the show. Let's go 8-0 this week. I'm feeling pretty good about this week. I think there's going to be a lot of winners here between us. Hope so. Cheers, Adam. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.